Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast with yours truly, Dante Credo. Oh man, it's a new year. It is a new year. And honestly, it seems like the rigidity and the craziness has not let up one bit. So uh, before we get into some of this foolishness, Let's just talk about how how did you celebrate your new year? I mean, what did you guys do? Did you go to a party? Did you have a little get together? Um, or did you do what I did and that slept that bitch right on in? Because I <laughs> I was out, out. Uh, and then I woke up like really, really, really early to, you know, try to do some work. And so far, uh, it is January 5th. 2021 and today is a very very important day at least for those down in Georgia and uh, we're going to talk about Georgia here in just a second but uh, first and foremost shout out to everyone who's taking time to tune in shout out to all of my you know Spotify listeners my Apple Musics and you know Amazons and Audible however you are listening to this podcast shout out to you thank you so much uh, shout out to everyone who is watching on YouTube as well. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, let's let's just get right into this, man. Because uh, things have hit a little close to home. And I would like to have your opinion on it. Um, how do you deal with the workplace, Karen? Hmm. I've, re- I've recently uncovered a bit of information that a particular person at my job have um, kept a two-year file on me monitoring and chronicling damn near my every move at my job so for those who do not know I work at the post office Uh, I don't carry the mail thankfully because I definitely probably would not have this job um because I feel like the post office doesn't really do much to protect their carriers. Um, and I know you have your bad apples and blah, 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 blah. But just, I'll just say it like this. If I'm out delivering mail and your dog attack me, I will kill your dog. That's just kind of how I feel. Um, and giving me a little thing of pepper spray, I just don't feel like, no, nah, I'm adequately, adequately like protected. Not saying you need to give me a 12-gauge sawed-off, but, yeah. That may be a little bit extreme, but that's just kind of how I feel. So I work on the inside (laughs) as a clerk. Oh, man, these Peter folk about to have my ass. But anyway, I work at the post office um, as a clerk and basically like a jack-of-all-trades type of thing. There's packages need to be thrown, I throw them. Letters need to be sorted, I sort it, you know. Whatever the case, any type of clerical administrative work, that's what I'm there. Work up at the front at the window, uh, getting cussed at and having to explain why it's taking two weeks for your package to get to you. Yeah, I do that. Uh, Along with the team of about like seven of us um, in different capacities, of course. 
but um, I've been in a ongoing battle with two, not one, but two workplace cameras for the last four years, honestly, with one and about three years with the other. Um, both are toxic in their own way. Both are manipulative in their own way. Both are extremely passive aggressive in their own way to, to where you get really tired, honestly, because their goal, because they they are collaborating and working with each other. Their goal is to basically get me fired. Now I would add some context, but, um, Fun fact, I attempted to record this podcast about an hour previously, like an hour ago. <laughs> I know this means nothing to you as far as time, but... And then I just found myself rambling on about an hour, trying to add context and, you know, why this means this and why that means that. But I was like, yeah, you probably don't want to listen to me ramble off like that about an hour. But here's everything in a nutshell. They have deep-rooted issues and insecurities that they take out on me. Now, I will give the context of how I work. Um, I'm very compartmentalized, but at the same time, I take pride in what I do, especially with my job. So I show up, I do my job, I go home. I don't try to make friends. I don't suck up to people. I don't kiss ass. Um, and I do my job very well. Now that's not subjective, but I do my job well. Um, and they seem to have a problem with that because I do my job and I don't kiss their ass. And I don't suck up to them, nor do I submit to their belief that I'm beneath them. Now, one thing I will criticize about the post office, even before the current postmaster general got in the office and really effed everything up is the system in which the post office works really promotes classism. So people who are more tenured, who has more tenure, who's working in the position longer, they honestly feel like they're better than you and you should submit to them. And I don't. Now that's not to say that, um, I cause any issues. I don't argue. I don't fuss or do anything. I just do what I know that I've been trained to do. I handle the responsibilities and I use common sense in handling those responsibilities. And honestly, they don't like that. I don't know if they have a problem with men, um, but I do know that they feel like there should be some sort of submission. And I don't. Um, and so they've banded together to try to build this case against me to basically get me fired, just to be honest. Um, the reputation and the things that they do, they run your smear campaigns where they they both are really good with appearing to be very nice, very sweet, sociable, kind, innocent. Uh, and so they present themselves in this way to where when they give their criticisms, it's kind of easier for you to believe them because like this person, nah, they wouldn't hurt a fly. So why would they just make this up? But I'm going to do a show, uh, an episode detailing toxic behavior and narcissistic 
behavior to where it'll give a lot of context. And this is what I've been able to see in these two women. So it's like, I know what you're doing and I know you're in game and I see through you. But the main thing of winning, and you don't necessarily win against these type of people. You mainly survive, but it's just to show them how irrelevant they and their schemes are. Um, but even still, there's different positions on the spectrum here dealing with toxic people. So I, I just, the question of the day is how would you deal with a workplace Karen, a Karen that you have to work with that you know is extremely fake, extremely toxic, and have ultimately set their sights on you because you don't fall into the hierarchy of what they believe you should fall in, which is under them, then you must be destroyed, right? So tell me if you work with someone like this. You work with a particular person who feels like everything has to be done their specific way and their specific method. Regardless of if it's the right or wrong way of doing things, but it's their way of doing things. And if you don't do things their way, then they will personally attack you or they will speak of you in a way to paint you as incompetent, untrained, you don't do your job, um, you're basically useless and something needs to be done about it. You work with someone like that, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have pictured someone in your head right now. Um, but again, it's not even about if you do it wrong. Say, for example, if I sort letters alphabetically, you sort letters numerically, and you feel as if, if I don't sort letters numerically the way that you sort them, then I don't know how to do my job. Even though I may sort it alphabetically and still come across no errors, no wrongdoings, not putting anyone's mail in anyone's uh, box that doesn't supposed to be there. But as long as the job gets done, but because I'm not doing the job the way you want to do it, then I'm the incompetent one. You deal with people like that? The second woman is, she believes that she's better than everyone else. She presents this mask of a personality to where, you know, she's just this kind, sweet girl. And, you know, she's just so, so kind. But at the same time, she is dragging you through the mud, saying the most hateful, damaging things. But, you know, it doesn't bother me at all. And I think that's the problem. Um, to the point to where, again, they've banded together try to get you out of here. So this is my recent instance with this workplace Karen. It was recently discovered that this Karen has kept a file on me for almost two years, chronicling my every move. She will sit back and she will watch the times I clock in. She will notate the times I clock out, like to go home. She chronicled the clothes that I wear the type of shoes that I wear, when I go to break, what time I go to break, of how I sort letters, how I throw packages, how 
how I may lay out this report. Every, everything you can think of, everything you can think of, of, tell me how creepy is that? Stalker? In the workplace terms, that's harassment, is it not? Because she has no authority to do anything. Now, that's not to say that I clock in late. I don't. I show up on time. It's not to say that um, I leave early. I don't. I leave on time. And in the event, in the event, I may be late because no one's perfect. Things happen. I have two kids. So things may happen. So in the event that I do come in late, I stay that amount of time. So say I come in five minutes late. I stay five minutes later. If, and that's just kind of how things work at, at the post office there, um, especially now. But in this particular place, um, I wasn't even a in a career position. So, you know, it really didn't matter. And why was it or were you so concerned with things like that? And it just, the list goes on and on. Oh, he pulled out his phone from this time to this time and he was on the phone. Um in all these things. Now there's no real minuscule things to try to say he doesn't belong here, basically. Uh, and if things were the other way around, what would you think would happen? If I, and now I'm going to bring race into this. If I, as a black man, sat and watched this white woman and I made some, and I made notes of when she clocks in, when she clocks out, the type of clothes she's wearing, the type of shoes she's wearing, how she throws packages, how she sorts letters, just every aspect of the job, I'm writing down some sort of criticism. And someone came across it, and, or, and she came across it, and then she presented it to management. What would you think would happen to me? I wouldn't be working at the post office. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I would be out of a job, possibly even facing legal action. So what do you think should happen to her? Now, as, as I tell you this, this is an ongoing thing. So um, the confrontation hasn't happened yet, although everyone around the post office basically knows. Um, because that's just how people are. You. And it's why I honestly stick to myself because I can't stand gossiping people. Um, and that's why I take, again, I take the approach I take. I show up, I do my job, I go home. I don't go out of my way to talk with people. I don't go out of my way to make friends. Now, I interact with you. I interact with you with common sense. Yeah, I'm because of the type of person I am. Yeah, I like to laugh and be silly, but I'm doing that in the confinements of whatever task I'm doing at my job. And when it's time to go home, all right, see y'all later. I'm out of here. So either way, what would you like if, if it was the other way around? I wouldn't have a job. And to feel like you would have so much and take so much time in doing all of this, you're not doing your job. Right? Am I tripping? So I will update you 
on my experience with this update of, of this workplace, Karen, which I've been dealing with both of them for, like I said, years now, but they've been so irrelevant to me and my job and people that's been able to see the proof of how I do my job. Like you're just irrelevant, but I feel like now something needs to be done. Cause this is a brand new year. I'm not dealing with this shit, even though I haven't really dealt with it, but I'm not dealing with this shit anymore because as many people who do not want to come to the reality of, yeah, women can be narcissists. Women can be abusers, especially in a domestic setting. Yeah. Women can be abusive too, but in this particular instance, yeah, that that needs to be accountability. And that's what I'm going to do. And I will listen and I'm not going to, be the angry black man as I know she would try to paint me out to be because there's instances where she's done that to other people where she's fucked with them and when they confronted her she plays the victim the innocent little crying white girl and oh how dare you do this to her and and now the dude who's all justified in confronting her now looks like the angry black man see alright but what would you do how, how would you take care and deal with a workplace Karen with toxic, manipulative, evil intentions, self-serving, selfish, narcissistic intentions. And they seem to have set their sights on you. What would you do? Let me know. Shoot me an email at talkmycredo.com. Uh, shoot me an email or leave a comment if you're watching this. And just just let me know. Because the, the delusion with these type of people is is amazing perfect segue speaking of delusion i know you guys know what's going on we're going to go ahead and head on down to georgia right uh today is a very important day because this is the senate election uh and there is very 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 big stakes high stakes that's going on right now um and it seems to be marred a little bit by more trump isms uh I know you've heard these tapes or the tape of Donald Trump uh, going to the secretary of state in Georgia and basically trying to hint, nudge, I don't want to say coerce, but just kind of hint that maybe you should overturn the election results because things, you know, continuing on with this fraud thing because he just still cannot believe that he's lost. So let's let's just let's just take a look. Let's just take a look. See what's going on here. Based on all of this, and there's there's nothing wrong with with saying that, Brad. You know, I mean, having the having a correct you, the people of Georgia are angry, and these numbers are going to be repeated on Monday night, along with others that we're going to have by that time, which are much more substantial even. And the people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry, and there's nothing wrong with saying that. You know uh, that you've recalculated. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. Now, all right. So let's let's just stop it here for a second, and let's just process exactly what he's trying to say and the response, which I thought was the right response to give. Donald Trump basically is saying, you know what? 
there's nothing wrong with just recalculating. There's nothing wrong with just, you know, you know. We got to get this election overturned. So let's find any method we can of just make this work out in my favor. Now, one thing I will say about Donald Trump to the bitter end, that he is a businessman and he's just approaching the election process, the democracy of how the voices of the people will be heard. That's just another business deal. How can we ignore and overturn the will of the people into my favor? I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying we recalculated things, right? Secretary of State was like, nah, whatever you're hearing, the rumors, you're wrong. You're wrong about this. Let's keep watching or listening. Now, do you think it's possible that they uh, shredded ballots in uh, Fulton County? Because that's what the rumor is. And also that Dominion took out machines. Uh, that Dominion is really moving fast to get rid of their uh, machinery. Do you know anything about that? Because that's illegal. No, Ryan Germany. No, Dominion has not um, moved any machinery out of Fulton County. We're having. Well, but no, but but have they moved? Have they have they moved the inner parts of the machines and replaced them with other parts? <laughs> like it's, it, at this point, is sad, bro. Like this is sad. It's like okay. We've all heard these conspiracies from months now, for months. You know, you've heard Dominion thrown out, you know, they machines, but is it possible? Is it possible that y'all move the inner parts of the machine and replace them with new inner parts? I would do the dramatic zoom and stuff right now, but just kind of pick, This is crazy, bro. All right, let's go. No. You sure, Ryan? I'm sure. You should want to have an accurate election. And you're a Republican. We believe that we do have an accurate election. No, I no, you don't. No, no, you don't. You don't have, you don't have, not even close. This is called projecting. You know, I've always said that Trump is a narcissist. Uh, other may even call him a malignant narcissist. I won't go that far, but definitely narcissistic. So never mind what the truth is, because this is what narcissism is about. This is what narcissists do. They have no grasp on reality. And your the truth will bend to my perception of what my reality is. So never mind the fact that the data, everything was accurate. Everything was everything was good. How it turned out was fair. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. This wasn't an accurate election. But yes, it was. Everything, your your appointed officials, the Department of Homeland Security was like, this was the safest, most secure election in the history of this country. No, it wasn't. Nope, no, it's not. Nope, don't believe it. Nope, not, not even close. Like, 
your, your mind, your logic is not even close to, to the reality of the situation. You lost. You lost. You got, you're off by hundreds of thousands of votes. You know what they did and you're not reporting it. That's a, you know, that's a criminal, that's a criminal offense. And, and you know, you can't let that happen. That's, that's a big risk to you and to Ryan, your lawyer. That's a big risk. But they are shredding ballots, in my opinion, based on what I've heard. And they are removing machinery uh, and they're moving it as fast as they can both of which are criminal fines and you can't let it happen and you are letting it happen you know i mean i'm notifying you that you're letting it happen do you do you hear what he just said did, did you hear i'm notifying you that you're letting it happen never mind the facts never mind the reality of the situation here listen to what i'm telling you Whatever facts and data that you have, nah, nah, you, you're, you're doing it wrong. This is me. This is, this is also called gaslighting. This is a, a method of questioning your reality and then telling you what reality should be. So no, no, you're doing this wrong. This is on you. You're wrong. Not me. I'm right. I'm the victim here. I'm the victim. You should listen to me because what I'm saying is the actual truth, even though it's not. Because one thing that a narcissist hates, their worst nightmare, is they do not want to lose. Losing is their worst nightmare. That's the worst possible thing you can do to a narcissist is have them lose, have them fail. So I will do whatever it takes. Even bend the logic and perspective of reality itself to make me the victim and to make me the winner. So look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. Because we won the state. So, so tell me, Brad, what are we going to do? We won the election, and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. And it's going to be very costly in many ways. And I think you have to say that you're going to reexamine it, and you can reexamine it, but, but reexamine it with people that want to find answers, not people that don't want to find answers. See... Uh, now you're resorting to threats. That was a threat. It's going to be costly. Because you did what was supposed to be done to oversee a fair election, it's going to cost you. If you don't do what I say, it's going to cost you. There's going to be some consequences. And find people that want to find answers. Get people in there that will get some votes in there for me. Because all I want to do, all I need is 11,780. So people that's finding those answers, they're going to find that 11,780 votes for him. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Crazy. Uh, for instance, I'm hearing Ryan, and he's probably, I'm sure, a great lawyer and everything, but he's making statements about those ballots that he doesn't know. 
But he's making them with such he he did make them with surety. But now I think See? he's less sure because the answer is they all went to Biden. See, you don't and know what's that right. Alone I know what's right. Wins us the election by a lot. You know. Mr. President, you don't know, uh, but I do. You have people that submit information, and we have our people that submit information, and then it comes before the court, and the court then has to make a determination. We have to stand by our numbers. We believe our numbers are right. Thank you. Period, point blank, the end. If I was the Secretary of State, I would have hung up that dang phone right then and there. We collected our information. We presented it to the court. Donald Trump and his team have submitted like 60 lawsuits in efforts in various parts of the country to try to overturn this election and they all failed. They failed. You can lie to the media. You can lie on Twitter. You can lie on, on Facebook. You can lie on, on YouTube. And you can lie on the media. But when you present them in front of a court of law and it fails, even from Trump appointed judges and officials, what do you do then? You lost. Somebody says, You have your people. We have ours. We submitted our information. In front of the court, our numbers are right. Our numbers are right. This is also a lesson of how you can stand up to that narcissistic, toxic person in your life. Stop bending to their version of reality and stand on what you know to be true. This is a lesson in of itself. Hey, that's a word. Well, under law, you're not allowed to give faulty election results, okay? You're not allowed to do that, and that's what you've done. This is a faulty election result. And honestly, this should go very fast. You should meet tomorrow because you have a big election election coming up. And because of what you've done to the president, you know, the people of, of uh, Georgia know that this was a scam. And because of what you've done to the president, a, a lot of people aren't going out to vote. And a lot of Republicans are going to vote negative because they hate what you did to the president. Okay? They hate it. And they're going to vote. And if you would be respected if really respected if this thing could be straightened out before the election you have a big election coming up on tuesday you see how you're trying to pressure people into doing the right thing and in this instance the only thing that's right is in the interest of in the interest of trump absolutely insane this dude lost his damn mind lost his mind so georgia i i don't align myself either republican or democrat I, honestly i think both parties are shit to be honest especially when it comes to the interest and the state of the black community um i think both parties are shit uh, but in this case, I will definitely side with the Democrats on this part. Uh, Raphael Warnick and the other gentleman, I cannot remember his name, please forgive me. Get them in because the one person I want removed is Mitch McConnell. And if the Democrats win, they will have the adequate power to stop him and his filibustering ways. 
and his absolute stupid, stupid methodology in how he decides what bill is adequate enough to be discussed on the floor and what he decides to filibuster and talk to death and block. Mitch McConnell needs to go and people like Mitch McConnell who's been there but even before but look what what has happened that Trump has set up he's appointed 200 lifelong appointment judges he's pardoned 60 something people straight up criminals Lil Wayne ain't one of them <laughs> I was a little jokey joke but They've already set it up. Before I go, we, we got to set this up to where we can quote unquote win. It's a game to them. America, they do not care about you. The common man, they do not care about you. But yet y'all running around here, just brainwashed foot soldiers. They don't care about you. It's all a game. It's all a game, a very dangerous game that people are losing their lives over. They don't care about you. It's a game. But... In playing that game in this particular instance in this Senate race, yeah, the Democrats need to win. They need to win this one. They have to win this one. And that's just kind of how I feel about it. That's just how I feel about it. Because it's, it's almost as if people are doing things for clout these days. You know, it's, it's like... I don't know. It's like political clout chasing or people who claim to be knowledgeable of political affairs, but they just kind of break into things to do things. Okay. We're going to deviate for one quick second here. Uh, and speaking of clout chasing, I, I, I want to show something that I think the black community, we need to do better. We have to do better because this is some, this is stupid. Stupid. All right. Check this out. Nigga, I really pull up anywhere, nigga, in L.A. I'm the king of bopping, king of L.A. Nigga, it's the fucking takers. I'm taking this shit over. The fucking takers, nigga. Stop playing. Fucking takers, nigga. Fuck you talking about. I'm in the fucking bitch boy projects, right? The fucking taker projects, right? This the playground where they don't play no ball at. Nigga on the game. I'm really out here like. Fuck you talking about. Lieutenant, uh, quieter neighborhood here in Lakewood. Starting with the time, walk me through what's going on, sir. About 4 p.m., deputies from our Lakewood station received a call of a gunshot victim here at Sign Avenue and 207th Street in the city of Lakewood. They responded and saw a male black, approximately 19 to 20 years of age, inside his vehicle, suffering from a gunshot wound to the upper torso. Deputies immediately removed him out of his car, uh, began life-saving efforts until our LA County fire personnel responded, who continued with the life-saving efforts. Unfortunately, the victim was pronounced deceased here at the scene. The only uh, information we have right now, as far as suspect information, is a, is a uh, possible four-door vehicle. Um, Unknown on which way it went, unknown on the uh, suspects inside the vehicle at this time. Car to car shooting, you thinking? It appears so, but we don't know for sure yet. Okay. Does the person appear to be uh, like a gang? All right, we can go. We can go ahead and stop all this stuff here. Um, 
this is the type of stupid shit that plagues the black community. This type of behavior. For a little bit of context, uh, this was a Instagram rapper, influencer, troll, or whatever, by the name of Block Boy. Not like it really mattered. And it's not even so much to speak ill of the dead because if y'all notice, 2020, 2019, 2020, we've lost so many rappers and people of our community off of the stupidest shit. Gun violence, of trying to maintain this particular culture that was shoved down our throats by mainstream media. Like, let's just, let's just be honest. Like, So this particular guy was going across Los Angeles hoods and trolling, talking trash about that neighborhood, um, just talking a lot of trash online, and then somebody in real life touched him. And now he's dead. So excuse me while I open up these fruit snacks for my daughter. I'm letting you hear all the rustling. Thank you. So, I shake my head because is this part, <clears throat> this is the community or part of the black community that they plaster on TV. This is the part of the, of the community of black people that they give the white people and conservatives and the grifters ammo to make us look bad when they talk about race and black people. They show stupid shit like that from stupid people like that. Now, trying to call out what they do isn't as indicative, well, not as indicative, it it doesn't demean or diminish the fact that this part of the culture needs to stop. It's stupid. This stupid ass street culture, niggas trying to be chasing clout. Like, nigga can barely walk. Like, I don't wanna see your whole ass is out. Why? Why? We know where it comes from. Why are we still doing it? We know that shit came from the prison culture, which means your ass was available to be butt poked. Why are you still doing it? We know now. We know what the war on drugs was about, infesting our community with drugs and guns. Why are we still doing it? We know now. Why? Y'all stupid motherfuckers. Why? Why? Like, it's just... We have the information now, but we're still, what are we doing with it? Like, it doesn't take, we don't even need, we don't even need a Martin Luther King or Malcolm X figure. You got a fucking cell phone. You see it on social media all the time that this is what they've done to your community and people that look like you. And yet you perpetuate it still. You're still in the street culture still. Still, pants still hanging around your fucking knees. Still. Still shooting and killing each other. Still. 
knowing that that's what they want you to do, but you do it still. Why? And then every single time they're looking like, see, I told them, them, them niggas, and they talking about Black Lives Matter. What about black on black crime? If black lives matter, stop killing each other. 13% of the population commits 50% of the crime. And you do it still. Knowing how they try to paint you. Knowing how they try to paint people that look like you because everything that you do, they're going to say is representative of the whole. But you do it still. Why? <laughs> I don't... That is not to say I, I don't understand particular context and the, the cards that you've been dealt. I get it. I understand that we come from a place of poverty where at this point we're just trying to survive. But at the same time, I was going to say something that may come out a little wrong. But at the same time, you would think that you would not restructure or come up with a different plan that even those who are knee deep, I don't, I don't even want to say knee deep, those who, the streets is all you know, but you know that there's a higher power or, or a system that placed you in this thing. It's almost like a reality show. It's like you've been placed inside a reality show. It's like, no, it's not scripted for you, but we're going to place these dangerous elements around you and just see how you react, knowing that you're going to react a particular way, but we're just going to, edge it on you know how reality tv works like say you're loving hip-hops is i know person a doesn't like person b so we're going to just set the setting where we bring person a in close vicinity to person b and we just kind of let the rest happens that's how the government treats you that's how the system treats you and yet no one thinks that nah we got to do something different no one no one why they fucking makes us look like damn idiots to the world nothing where they continue to pimp out our culture pimp out our, our music our style our, our swag our intelligence even nothing no change not even you like do, do, do you have to look to tamika mallory to do do you have to look at umar johnson do, do you have to look at boyce watkins do, do you have to look at these figures to try to get some do, do you you got a cell phone? Do you? Maybe I'm missing something, but I just feel like it's absolutely stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, and we got to do better. We got to do better because we on some bullshit. We losing young men. How many, how many we lost? How many we lost? And those that go unreported. How many we lost? I know those white people love to talk about Chicago, but let's talk about Chicago. Because we're still losing our sons here. We're losing our brothers here. With the potential to grow up to be anything. Who's to say that next Martin Luther King was, was amongst those shot and killed? Who's to say that next Martin that next Malcolm X? Because we know before Malcolm X was Malcolm X, he was a criminal. He he was served time in jail. Before he was Malcolm X. We all have a past. We all was dealt shitty hands. Well, I don't want to say all, but I'm talking about, you know. We, we were dealt hands that were just not advantageous or even fair. But we never know. 
all the while they're looking at us like, mm-hmm, I told you so. And this this is not, don't think that this is criticism as in a way of, we, we gotta look good in front of the white folk, y'all. We, we gotta look better. No, fuck them. Fuck them and their opinions. This is about us. This is not about trying to look good in front of them or look good to them. It's for us, for our communities. All right. They found uh, Soho Karen, y'all. They found her. Uh, and they found her name, actually. Her name is Mia Ponsetto. Uh, and she's actually from California. I won't get too all, all deep into posting pictures and shit, but this was a recent video that, where someone found her in California. Uh, after uh, everything happened with him, with her uh, attacking Kenyon Harold's son, allegedly accusing him for stealing her phone, which found out that it was just lost by an Uber driver. She got the hell out of Dodge and went all the way back to California where I doubt she'd be coming to New York anytime soon. Uh, but she was spotted here in, in, in California, just chilling, bopping along, bop, ba doop, ba doop, bop, bop. Uh, but she did make the, uh, poignant decision to say, hey, I'm not white. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> As if that means absolutely anything. Um, because the Karens I deal with, one's white and one's black, actually. Um, and she's rather self-hating. That's my, she, she is self-hating. Um, and that's not just me criticizing her because of the things I'm dealing with with her, but it's because of the way I see her treat people as far as their skin color. So, Mia Ponsetto, uh, 22 years old in California, and, and um, I'm not so much of a fan of trying to dig up someone's history, but you kind of have to, to get context on who these people are. And yeah, so she's have, uh, you know, quite the run-ins with the law, uh, a lot of DUIs and and anger issues and you know this that and the third. So I just hope she gets what's coming to her. Justice. Just justice. That's all. Justice. And to be held accountable for her actions. Because as soon as this scrubbed social media, got rid of all of the accounts, and went all the way across the country back home. Now, what she was doing in New York, don't know, don't care. That's not even a problem. But the problem is, it was to the point where a simple plane ride was all you needed to take to get back home and away from uh, taking accountability for the things you've done. This is America. So, that that's that's all, man. That's all. I, I think I have another video to, to talk about, but I think I'll do that later. Um, it's basically in regards to... Um, there's a video by PragerU. If you don't know who PragerU is, it's a um, it's a conservative YouTube channel that honestly is just full of shit. Honestly, um, and it's it's why again why I can't really take a stance whether I'm quote unquote liberal or quote unquote conservative because I just I just see shit and bullshit on both sides and it's like I I don't get it but. There's a video where they posted 
uh, advocating for why the Robert E. Lee uh, statue should remain up. And this, the way it was presented was absolutely insane. But we'll, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Uh, we, we're just going to get right into it. Who was it. Robert? <laughs> Let's go. Robert E. Lee. <laughs> Statues of great historical figures like Robert E. Lee are being torn down across America. First of all, do you hear the video? Do, do, do you hear the video? Do you hear the music in the background? Like, why would you play black culture music, hip hop influenced music on a video advocating for a statue of Robert E. Lee to stay up? <laughs> I can't, I can't. All right, let's, let's go. Here are some facts about Lee that remind us why his statue should remain. Robert E. Lee was connected to George Washington through his father, Light Horse Harry Lee, Washington's cavalry commander, and his wife, Martha Washington's great-granddaughter. Lee's home at Arlington House was what just What does that mean? What, who cares? Today, it is the site of Arlington National Cemetery. After 30 years of military service... Oh, okay, okay. Does anyone, is anyone convinced by now? Like, are you convinced yet? That, oh, he's somehow uh, associated and kin to George Washington. So, yeah. Lee led U.S. Marines to crush the attempted slave rebellion by radical abolitionist John Brown in October 1859. 21 co-conspirators had seized a federal armory, and all of them were killed or captured, including John Brown, who was tried and hanged for treason. Um, people are wanting to tear down statues especially of Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee should stay up because he led and stopped the slave rebellion. Led by radical, because you know, conservatives love to use that word, radical, the radical left, the radical left, the radical left, radical liberals. Robert E. Lee stopped the slave rebellion. And that's why he should be immortalized as a hero. He stopped those black people from fighting for their freedom. Led by John Brown. He killed them all. Hanged. <laughs> why did they put this up? Lee deemed slavery a moral and political evil in any country, but considered it a greater evil to the white man than to the black race, since blacks are immeasurably better off here than in Africa. Whoa. 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 <laughs> I also, I find it funny when they come with this argument that, well, blacks are much better off here than in Africa. Well, If they would have worked and built their country 
the way that you had us build America? I don't know. I don't think so. But hey. <laughs> Come on. Opposing secession, Lee foresaw no greater calamity for the country than a dissolution of the Union. But when Virginia seceded in a close vote, Lee resigned his commission. Despite offers to command Union forces, Lee opted to organize the defense of his native state. After four years as Confederate commander, Lee became an icon of reconciliation upon his surrender. As president of Virginia's Washington College, he favored education for freed slaves but opposed their right to vote. helping at all <laughs> he's like you know what he he opposed it he said slavery was evil anyway but i mean it's more evil to the white man because the black should be proud they should be happy because it's much better here than that that jungle in africa <laughs> but now he's the icon of reconciliation this probably came right out of the uh, United Daughters of the Confederacy book or something. This is their propaganda. Like it, it has to be. This has to be from the UDC. He has to be like their grandson or something. Like, I, I, and I left it here for a reason. He opposed their right to vote. Now you can get education. You can read, but nah, you can't vote. Because who did that also sound like? Abraham Lincoln. You can be free. You don't have to be slaves, but that still doesn't make you equal to the white man. <laughs> Who the hell made this and why did you think this was a good idea? Lee died from a stroke in 1870 and is buried beneath good. the chapel in what's now Washington and Lee University. His legendary warhorse traveler rests in a plot nearby. Nah, son. Nah. No. No, no way. No way. Alright. You know what? On that note. Oh, but y'all are so y'all are so convinced that there was a, a voter fraud, mass voter fraud, but y'all will fight to the death white supremacy. And the institution of the execution of and the legacy of white supremacy. You will deny that to the fucking grave in white privilege. That is white privilege. And that was built upon the forefathers. They built it. Thomas Jeff Jefferson, when he wrote the land of the free, home of the brave or whatever, all that shit he wrote, he wasn't talking about black people. When Abraham freed the slaves. Yeah, he didn't free them because he thought they were equal. No. It was a military move to defeat Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee favored uh, slaves being educated but couldn't vote. Why? Because you knew if they had the power to vote, they would be equal to you. You didn't want that. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all, man? God dang. You know what? Look, I appreciate y'all time, man. I'm out of here, man. Just, <laughs> I appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to like. Comment, subscribe to however you're listening to this. Uh, 
It's your boy Dante Credo, man. Happy New Year. I will see you guys soon. Uh, and until then, take care. Peace.